G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As is our regular feature on a Wednesday, we like to check in on what's happening so far as breaking news out of Israel and more broadly across the Middle East. Ron Ross is across the headlines as usual. He's back with us. Hey, Ron, welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Ron, let's start with this one. Uh, Global credit rating agencies are punishing Israel for the judicial reform legislation. Uh, What's being reported? Global credit rating agencies are punishing Israel and Netanyahu for pushing through the first and most moderate of his judicial reforms, downgrading the country's outlook due to high political tension. Credit rating agency Moody's investors warned about negative consequences and a significant risk for Israel's economy and security situation following the passage of the first bill of the government's contested judicial overhaul. U.S. investment bank Morgan Stanley lowered Israel's sovereign credit to a dislike stance, citing increased uncertainty about the economic outlook in the coming months. In a note, U.S. Bank City told institutional clients that the environment in Israel is much more tricky and dangerous after the government passed a bill blocking courts from exercising judicial review over the reasonableness of its decisions, counselling investors to hold off until the dust settles. And some more headlines around the courts there in Israel, where an Israel court will scrutinise a law protecting Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. What's this one about? Israel's Supreme Court announced at the weekend that a broader panel of justices would review appeals challenging a recent law that protects Netanyahu from being deemed unfit for service. The law, which was passed by Netanyahu's far-right coalition in March, alters the grounds of declaring an Israeli prime minister unfit for office. It negates the chance of removing Netanyahu due to conflicts of interest linked to his ongoing trial. With the new legislation in place, only Netanyahu's government or parliamentary majority, where his coalition also dominates, can oust a sitting prime minister and solely for reasons of physical or mental health. The court's decision made by a panel of three justices mandates the state to elucidate why the law shouldn't be postponed until after upcoming elections, ensuring it isn't viewed as specifically crafted to favour the Prime Minister. Uh, There's some more activity happening so far as protests on the streets. Uh, Headline, Gaza youth demand better living conditions with street protests. How does this one look? Thousands of outraged young demonstrators poured into the Gaza Strip on Friday as part of a popular movement calling itself, We Want to Live. The movement rejects the ongoing economic deterioration and political plight in Gaza and demands the basic necessities of life, such as electricity. 
the desperate Gazan residents believed that they were abandoned by two authorities, the Palestinian Authority headed by Mahmoud Abbas in Ramallah and the Hamas government ruling in the Gaza Strip. They insisted they will continue to protest until receiving their full rights. The continuous Palestinian division and the internal Palestinian crisis that reflects on every single part of our lives are main roots of the public anger. The protesters aim to send a message to their leaders that the devastating situation in Gaza can no longer continue and that Palestinian reconciliation is now indispensable more than ever. Let's look at some headlines, Ron, around some tensions developing between religious groups in Israel. This is not necessarily unusual, but uh, let's talk about the headline where a church has blocked Jewish worshippers from praying at the site of the biblical prophet Elisha. How does this one look? Yeah, fences have been erected around the iconic Stella Maris Church in Haifa in a bid to deter the influx of Jewish pilgrims from the Breslov Hasidic movement who maintain that the church stands atop the grave of the prophet Elisha. A number of Jewish visitors have expressed their desire to offer prayers outside the religious establishment, while others have tried to access the yard. However, the local Arab Christian community views these visits as disruptive, considering them an aggressive intimidation tactic by ultranationalists. The presence of these pilgrims, seen by many Arabs as an attack on the Stella Maris Church, has incited multiple instances of physical clashes between the local Arab population, Christians and Jewish visitors. Law enforcement authorities have had to detain several individuals from both groups in recent weeks. Prophet Elisha is the biblical successor of Elijah. According to the pilgrims, the site of the grave is supported by centuries-old documentation. And on the other hand, there's always another side to the story, and those religious tensions are fairly significant, especially in the nation of Israel. So on the other hand, Ron, concern growing over rising attacks against Christian sites in Israel. Yeah, this is a big concern. Dozens of incidents ranging from spitting to vandalism to assault have been committed by extremist Jews against Christians and their sites this year. And Christian leaders say the state must do more to curb the growing number of attacks. So far in 2023, there have been dozens of attacks by extremist Jews on Christians or Christian sites, ranging from the merely unpleasant to vandalism and assault. Definitely, there's been an increase in the last year, a very high increase in all types of violence, spitting attacks on sites and provocations. Farab Jubran, General Counsel of the Catholic Church's Custody of the Holy Land, told the media line. In January this year, almost 30 graves at a Protestant cemetery in Mount Zion in Jerusalem were vandalised. A spokesman for the Israeli police said that the police take religious violence seriously, especially in the volatile old city of Jerusalem, and they will act on any incident reported. Ron, that saying which is biblical, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, uh, where you've got political unrest, uh, where you've got attacks from one religious group to another, or at least some levels of resistance, uh, these sorts of things, they ought to be in our prayers. And any just ref quick reflection from you on 
Well, we often talk about the big geopolitical challenges that Israel faces, but these unrest issues on the streets are something for the Christian in Australia to keep in their prayers too, no doubt. Yeah, well, I, I, as I was compiling the stories, I, I wondered which part of the Bible love thy neighbour isn't in. That's right. And, um, you know, powerful thoughts around what God has planned for his people, uh, the nation of Israel. And uh, so always appreciate your insights, Ron. We'll talk again next week. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.